0: Hey, welcome to Science Solutions and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane. Today, I want to talk about a book I recently finished called The Effective Executive. Now, this is a book that has been around for a very long time. It was actually originally published in 1966. So, The author is Peter Drucker, which if you look him up, he's written a ton of books. Um, But when he was interviewed about what his greatest accomplishment was he talked about helping people be more effective. So I think his book, the effective executive is a good summary of a lot of the things that he taught in leadership and in business management principles. So I actually listened to it on audible. It's the 2016 version. So the 50 year anniversary version. Again, the book's called effective, the effective executive. And If you know anything about me, you know that I'm super into productivity. That's the solutions part of Science Solutions and Sprinkles. Um, I love leadership. I love learning more about how to be a better person. I love all things about self-development, personal development, and business development. And so I really just want to dive into this book and tell you about it and encourage you to pick it up if you want to increase performance um, and increase dedication in your organization. So the first premise that he talks about is effectiveness can be learned. And this is a really cool concept because the idea is that you aren't just born effective. This is something that you learn. And I think this is something I've learned over the course of my career uh, to get to the position that I'm in now as a director of R&D or director of research, innovation and technical services is my new title. But as a director of R&D, I didn't just, you know, wake up one day and get here. I've learned how to be more and more effective, how to improve my decision-making so that I can be effective. I used to actually, with Time Manage, have a a Friday call-out that was, you know, Efficiency Fridays, and really studying how to be more effective, how to make better decisions. And I think the idea that effectiveness can be learned is lost on some. So I think that's a great topic that he addresses. The next thing that he talks about, he titles it, Know Thy Time. So he says to log your time in real time three to four weeks twice a year. So to actually sit down and write down what you're doing when you're doing it. um, That's what it means by doing it in real time. But for three to four weeks, so a month, almost two months out of the year, log your time. Because the only way you know where your time's going is if you look at it. Because when you look at things retrospectively, when you look back at them, you're not going to be as accurate as if you record it in real time. So I teach this in my coaching when I talk about time management coaching. But for the most part, I usually say to log two to three days at a time. And I say log every 15 minutes. Uh, I don't know. I've never tried to log my time very as detailed as he talks about it for three to four weeks. I think this might be something that I try to really see if I can be more effective in my time management. Another thing that I thought was interesting about his time logging and journaling, when we deal with nutrition coaching clients, same thing. Logging their food is the number one way people lose weight and keep it off. If you look at everybody and anybody who's ever lost a lot of weight and kept it off, one of the most effective things that they can do is log their food. And again, this is real time because if you try to remember how many bites of whatever it is that you took you aren't going to remember this is another thing uh, as far as knowing thy time I love keeping journals and notebooks around because I love writing everything down I love getting it out of my head so I don't have to think about it and I think that uh, knowing thy time and, and keeping a log that way you can actually look at it and see where your priorities are and see where your you know your true priorities where you're actually spending your time is The next thing he talks about is what can I contribute? And I really think this is the best question that you can ask yourself or of your employees or people that you're developing. What can you contribute? I ask it of myself all the time before I go into a meeting with my boss. What can I contribute, right? What is my value? And in this chapter, he actually talks about communication and information are different. Um, And I think this is so cool. Communication and information are different. I've hammered this home with my team since I heard it. Because a lot of times we provide the information that production needs, but the communication may not actually happen. So while we put it on our processing text, or we put this information out there in an email, maybe. That's not necessarily communicating. But when I call that person and go, hey, did you see that email? That actually just happened just before lunch just now. I got ran into uh, one of the VPs. He said, hey, did you see my email about X, right? Just because he provided the email doesn't necessarily mean that it was communicated. So keep in mind, another big takeaway from the effective executive is that communication and information are different. The next thing he touches on, making strengths productive. So that focus on strength. And he talks about how many leaders have their faults. And you, you can try to have a well-rounded leader, but you don't really get the most out of people that are well-rounded. People who have a weakness uh, are usually the great leaders because with a great weakness will come great strengths. And one of the things that my work has been doing is going over the Strengths Finder, which I recommend anybody does if you want to know what your strength's on. Because if you can grow your strengths, you're going to be a more effective leader. My strengths are Strategic, Achiever, Communication, Futuristic, and Activator. And when I think about these strengths, it helps, again, for me to be more effective. I actually wrote a blog on this, on Sprinkles com. You can find, I talk more about StrengthsFinder and how you can get the test. But know your strengths because it helps you to be a more effective leader. And again, back in 1966, when Peter Drucker wrote this book, he talked about strengths being important and weaknesses um, just being overshadowed by great strength. Don't look for people that are well-rounded. The next thing he covers is first things first, and that's all about knowing what's important. So having that foresight, that self-reliance, courage, all of those things that make great leadership. This isn't the, you know, first things first, as in the first thing that comes up in the morning, right? No, this is actually having priorities. And he talks about dedication, determination, and serious purpose. So concentrate and set priorities and act according to those priorities. Next he talks about the elements of decision making, talks about rational action, the knowledge, the skills, the habits that you need to make effective decisions. And really effective decisions are about responsible judgment, procedure, and analysis. The whole book he's kind of alluding to the idea that we've had a shift from production workers into knowledge workers and really, I manage knowledge workers, right? I manage food scientists, I manage people who are knowledge workers, not necessarily production workers, I do have some lab techs. But for the most part, most people in today's world are managing knowledge workers, most of us are professionals working as knowledge workers. And he talks about this shift. And again, this was, you know, 50 years ago, over 50 years ago, that he wrote this book. And so it's, in some ways, it's outdated, but in other ways, these principles still ring true. Um, in conclusion, he talks about effective executives being important to the development of the organization. He actually talks about self-development, increasing performance of the whole organization. So the higher level playing field that your VPs are, that your directors are, that your management is in the organization, the higher performance and the higher dedication you're going to get from your employees. So, Again, this is my review of The Effective Executive. This is episode 30 of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles. I highly recommend this book. I'll post about it probably on social media somewhere. If you want to connect with me, go to sprinkles.com. That's S-S-S-P-R-I-N-K-L-E-S dot com. Sprinkles with three S's at the beginning. And this has been episode 30, Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles with Sarah Jane.